Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Danny Cola, and my guest on the show today is Jason Figorski. You can find him on Instagram at FigsFit. He is an example of somebody constantly putting up social media content that's of value, especially when it comes to hybrid training, using kettlebell, steel maze, body weight, animal flow, and combining it with your conventional methods of fitness like barbells, dumbbells, chest day, back day, you name it. He is an example of somebody who's constantly posting quality information, and he's somebody that is determined and driven to develop a brand and just keep providing value to people. Very inspirational. You can hear that type of vibe on the podcast, so I hope that you enjoy the show. So without further ado, here's Jason Figorski on Instagram at FigsFit. Look him up. Thanks for listening. You're, the, the last time we spoke, bro, the, the amount of like energy I got from you as far as like your work ethic was something that resonated with me like big time. And I've been watching your, your stuff and I've been watching how much time you're, you're getting after it, like putting yourself in the social and, and getting yourself out there. So I really appreciate that. And I, I just know that I admire you and I admire that work ethic and I'm taking in a lot of that. So how did your day start? You know, we're ending it now and then, you know, nine o'clock, eight o'clock here, we're podcasting. So talk to me a little bit about that. I'm a, uh, I'm one of those guys I like to get up at like five, six o'clock in the morning. So, yes, sir. Uh, you know, an early starter. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because my mind's always freaking running. I have a problem sleeping. So do you? Uh, yeah. You know what it is? I just, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get myself in a better routine probably at, Mm. You know, leaving the phone out of the room probably have a little bit of the the FOMO or whatever you want to call it. I'm <laughs> with you, but uh, you know, either way, I've always I was I was brought up like man. My dad was one of those people who was like, "Hey man, it's Saturday. We're up at six o'clock. Here's a lawnmower. Go cut the grass." You know, <laughs> so um, I never slept, and I probably haven't. I probably haven't slept in my life past nine or you know ten o'clock in the morning. Maybe if I was drunk or something but yeah no dude i'm with you i've always been i've always been like uh, attracted to getting an early start you know same thing with me like i used to wake up early and go play soccer like indoor soccer in the winter time like games were at 6 45 when you were like 7 8 9 10 you know and like there was never any time to sleep in and then when you get into like your 14 15 17 18 years of life how many friends of yours were like sleeping until noon one o'clock you know <laughs> I think what you know, that still are, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy to me to think that. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I just you know I was like, man, I, I always said there's nothing good happens after like ten o'clock at night. And, totally, uh, all the good stuff happens in the morning, and I think that's that's like I look at it as like that's my time that no one's gonna call me, no one's gonna bug me, so you know I'm gonna do what I gotta do, and uh, kind of sets sets the pace for my day, right? If I'm like. If I sleep in past seven thirty, I'm like, man, I've lost the whole day. So I feel you. That's always been kind of a, a big one for me. And um so I get up early. Um I always um I like I like training in the morning. So okay. in the morning I'm like, you know, out of it all day. Um so Interesting. let's let's stop right there. Let's peel that back a little bit. Your training regimen in the morning, is it always really intense? What what type of uh intensity level do you hit it at? Are you just moving? Is there a different protocol day to day? What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so um it, it honestly depends it's a lot on how I feel personally. Um, but I've uh I've actually came to a point where my training I don't give my, I don't train myself till failure to the point where I feel like <clears throat> I can't train tomorrow because I like to train seven days a week. And okay. it's something that I, I know we didn't talk about before, but 
uh, kind of a philosophy that I believe in too is that, um, you know, at the end of the day, for how good you want to be, it's all about time and session, right? And it's about how, how long that you're actually training for and not always, you know, not always how hard that actual session is, right? So if, if I can train, you know, two hours a day, seven days a week, that's 14 hours of training for me. If I can only train for four days a week because I kick my own ass, right, and I train two hours each session, that's only eight hours of training. Mm-hmm. So this goes back to like an old MMA kind of thing. I think even Joe Rogan talked about it a little bit, and um, you know, just training smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the more hours that you can actually put in, sometimes at the end of the day, you're not beating your body up as much as you are if you're in the gym. Uh, kicking your own ass and that's not saying that you're not pushing yourself or anything like that but that's where um, there's a limit to you know training smart and training um, training training smart and training for your body and that's where it comes back to you know all the mobility and the functional functional type of workouts that I like to do Um, you know that's where you know I was a obviously I was an athlete you know college football and all that kind of stuff so I got away from a lot of you know, I still do some of the Olympic style lifting, but I've gotten away from a lot of the heavier weight. Um, it's more just repetition now and endurance training and uh, cool. kettlebells. And, yeah. You know, the mantra that is high school and college football of go, 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 that cutthroat, you got to go till failure. And if you can't bench squat, deadlift, power clean, this amount of weight at that many repetitions and that much time, like, I feel like, that's not what's going to – obviously, we know that's not optimal, right? It's only optimal for so long before it really starts to break down, not just your physical system, but your nervous system, right? And that is how we interpret information. And you can kind of become more intuitive and feel those things a little bit better when you're in a parasympathetic state as opposed to constantly under this distress. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. And I mean, look, at the end of the day, you train for different things, right? And my thing now is like – I'm not training to be a professional athlete. I'm training for life. Um, yes. That's, that's what I want to look at is saying, Hey, um, and a lot of my training is say, how do I, how do I create a program that helps everybody that is fun, functional, uh, and allows you to train for, for life. Right. And that's, that's where, it. you know, I've taken a lot of, you know, the sports specific type of training that I've done over the years, right. Speed conditioning. Um, I call it my, obviously my hybrid training. Um, yes. Else, you know so on and so forth right i love that i love that word by the way the hybrid training it, it relates to a lot of people that are kind of skeptical about changing up the routine and getting into kettlebells or mace work or animal flow and all that i love that term yeah man it's like um i just i heard it stuck with me and i was like all right screw it this yep. is this is me man this makes sense right it's like totally. i've done the, i've never competed bodybuilding but i was that guy that uh and i've been all over the map right to 185 pounds i was running 25 miles a week to 265 pounds i'm throwing you know kegs over you know pulling cars doing all the strongman stuff to college football to i mean like you name every workout i've probably done over a period of time have you ever done any sort of like races spartan races or anything like that i've done spartan but i haven't i've never competed in them um I mean, just for fun. Experience. Uh, yeah, just experience type of stuff. Um, but I was never, I think, like, the running and that was more of, like, an outlet for me to just get out and clear my mind. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I always came back to the, the weights, and I like the high intensity. So that's just, that's where now I just said, hey, like, man, I love, I love kettlebells. I love the whole, whole functional style of training. And that's where I think that I'm just taking – 
I've taken every piece of everything that I've learned from, you know, fifth grade when I started lifting weights, right? In a dungeon weight room in the bottom of my yes. gym in Pennsylvania, right? Bench pressing. Um, from that point through all the sports and college and I mean, everything I've learned just being in the industry for so long and um, just putting them together because, you know, I'm building out a, you know, a program that obviously it works for me and, you know, I want to share it with as many people as I possibly can. Definitely, man. You're looking good. And obviously the energy output is evident. Like I said, I take in some of that energy that you're putting out there on your Instagram and what you're trying to show people. And like, you're, you're determined to, to build a name, to build a brand, to help as many people as possible. And I admire that. Um, so after you get your training in the day, uh, do you train clients? Do you program? Like what else goes on after no, that? So <laughs> I actually, it's, I, so I did run the business side of uh, fitness. So outside of, um, I get my work in for the day. If I'm going to shoot any content, I do like to do it early in the morning, um, knock all of that out. And then uh, I actually uh, part own a bunch of studio locations. That's uh, right. Franchise locations. Um, so I'm actually, you know, purchasing franchises for, you know, smaller box type of studios all over the country. Um, yeah. And running that, running that actual business. So it kind of goes in conjunction with what I'm doing. Um, it's still in fitness. Um, but oh, it's, it's not, uh, you know, um, you know, the social media is not my, not my, not my nine to five, if you can call it. Yeah. So like the, a lot of the business side of fitness occupies a lot of your energy, right? Um, it's something that a lot of trainers don't get familiar with until, you know, they start doing bigger things and do, you know, purchasing franchises or running their own gyms and having trainers underneath them. Um, yeah, man. Talk a little bit about when you do shoot content, what, what's your game plan? Do you just kind of go with how you feel or is there like a premeditated way of going about it? Yeah. There's good days. And there's bad days. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm with you. Know, you. Sometimes it's, uh, uh, I'll go in there and like, man, I'm feeling good today. So I'm going to shoot, you know, whatever's, whatever kind of comes to mind from a, um, content standpoint. Um, I'll try to shoot as much as I possibly can, uh, on one shot. I mean, that, that's the honest, right. And that's what yeah. most, most, most influencers or everybody who's on social media, majority are not doing, you know, one post per day. It's just not happening. Right. So, um, from the sake of time, it's, we're shooting as much content as you possibly can. At the end of the day, we want as much content as we possibly can because um, then you don't have to stress about it and worry about it and you kind of, you know, pick and choose what you actually want to shoot. So, um, you know, I used to shoot every day uh, when I was training and what I was actually finding was uh, my workout sucked. I'm with um, you on that. I would love to peel this back a little bit. So go ahead, keep going on that. Yeah, so uh, when I started, like, Man, I just got into like kettlebells and I started posting. I'm like, man, I like this. Like people are actually paying, like people like this stuff. Let me keep going. Um, and I was shooting like one video a day. And then it came to the point where I was so worried about what, what video I was going to shoot that day and what workout I was going to shoot that my workout started sucking. Mm. It was so terrible because the energy that I was putting into my workout was, wasn't, uh, it wasn't there because I mentally wasn't there. Um, and it's just from a physical standpoint, right. It was taking a toll on me because I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. And, you know, if anything, I was not getting in shape because I wasn't working out. Interesting. Uh, so now I've gotten to the point where uh, I like to do at least once a week, twice a week, right. I'll shoot a shoot some of my content. Um, there's points where I'll sit down and actually shoot more. Um, I'll do it all in kind of one shot. 
so that I have, you know, the content that I want to actually post. Right. Sure. And like library that up and just yeah, keep it. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what, you know, in, in, in the industry that I'm in and I, uh, we're all in for fitness, right. It's we're fitness based. I'm not, um, you know, shooting daily, like lifestyle content. It's just all fitness content. Right. So you're kind of able to do that. If it's more of a lifestyle standpoint, you have to, uh, I believe it has to be more on the spot type of. Sure. There's different, there's different ways. And I'm learning that too, man. There's different ways to put out information and every single person is going to put out their unique expression of themselves, you know, their unique expression of their workouts. And there's so many different ways to go about it. And there's so many different modalities and there's so many tidbits and tricks that I'm learning as I go. And like, I, you know, the problem that I had was like, yeah, I'm worried about what's my next content going to be and how am I going to go about filming it? And then the, like the internal like fight that you have with yourself about, all right, is this person in the gym going to really give a shit that I have my camera out or like all those battles that you have in your head? You know, I had to like take some time to fucking be okay with that and be like, yo, this is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to show people quality fitness, quality movement patterns so that they can intertwine it with their regimen so that it can provide a positive value to them. Because, you know, you and I know what value like kettlebell flows bring and what uh, those, those uh, durability and mobility animal flows bring to our joints and the way we feel during all that. But I will say that when I don't have the cameras on and I am mace flowing and I am kettlebell flowing, the shit that I can come up with when I'm just in the zone as opposed to hit record, okay, what am I doing now, yeah. you know? For sure. That's a, I mean, I, that's why, honestly, I try to be more real with the two and to the point where it's like, sometimes I'm like, man, this is good. All right, get me, right? Let me do this real quick. Yeah. Right, so this worked out. And, um, you know, so, I mean, on the spot is good too, and it's just you got to change it up. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's just what I found is like, man, I don't – the, the less I worry about it, the more I focus on my workouts, the better that I actually totally. get you to get. And, um, you know, that's what happened with kettlebells too. It's like, man, you know, I started and I look back to the, the beginning of my content and what I'm posting. I'm like, man, I need to delete some of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Right. And then, you know, over time, in, in like, a way though, it's beautiful though, because you can go back and see like, you know, your form then yeah. as opposed to now. And, you know, it's growth and, and people admire that, you know? No, it's hey, look, and it's that's something. It's like everybody starts somewhere. It's like, and sometimes people are like, "Man, how do you pick up the bell and how do you so damn smooth?" I'm like, "Well, it wasn't smooth at the beginning, right? Yeah. <laughs> it took yeah. some time, but um, you know, it's everything is just progressions. You know, if you want to learn something, you put your head down and you figure it out, right? Fuck yeah. Some of us obviously are, you know, have a little bit more of that the athletic abilities to pick it up a little bit quicker, but everyone can do it, right? It's you yeah. throw a weight around and. Um, you just, I think that the more that you listen to your body and allow your body to, to control the movement, uh, rather than you like mentally stopping yourselves, the easier it's going to get for you to, you know, especially when it comes to kettlebells flowing, mace flowing, yeah. flow and um, all that kind of stuff. And I think that that's on top of like, you know, like I was saying, I was running to mentally like try to release a lot of, you know, whatever the hell is going on in my head at that point, whether it's, you know, business, life, whatever. Um, I found that in my kettlebells too. It's like, I don't have to run anymore. Right. I can just, I can pick up a bell and sit there and flow for five, 10 minutes all in yes. one shot. Right? And like, yeah, you know, I'm not going super heavy, but you know, I put my headphones in, listen to some, 
you know, some punk rock, whatever I'm going to listen to. Right. And just That's another thing. Your music, your music selection is aligns with a lot of my music selection. I hear some newfound glory, some, some 41, some like old school, early 2000s, 90s shit, man. Brand new, all that good stuff. Yeah. Did, did you, uh, so like, were you, uh, into that stuff back in the day? Did you ever play instruments or anything like that? No, man. I was, a uh, like, man, growing up, we, I rode dirt bike, skateboard, snowboard, you know, yeah. it was all like punk rock type of, type of dude growing up so it just always stuck with me like red hot chili peppers type of lifestyle right that's where i like i probably get all the van swagger from and <laughs> you know so with the way i kind of dress right it's like yeah. high socks and you know i surfed when i was in new york and that's just i like that man ride motorcycles cool know. man yeah i'm with you i used to do the skateboarding thing when i was a kid and i was in actually i was in an actual punk rock band from the time i was 13 to 19 like during my later years it was a little bit heavier but those were like my roots that's what i learned listen to i learned how to play guitar from you know green day newfound glory sum 41 you know all those bands and it like every time I hear a song from that time, it just like strikes a chord in my soul. And I'm just like, yeah, the people still listen to this shit. I guess I'll fire it up, man. Some Blink-182 comes Blink on. Blink-182, fuck yeah, man. Like The thing is you got to throw on YouTube, right? And you just got to let it run on the TV because you see those old school music videos. Right? Yeah, for sure, Back for sure. Old days, so. for sure and that's a fun way for me anyway to like you know you throw that music on you get some flows going it's a great way to disconnect you know when we're constantly trying to put out content and you know engage with people who are you know engaging in the content like that's also very very important it's uh i'm finding very hard to disconnect from this, the phone when i come home or when i'm trying to get work done like i really need to make sure that i come up with a better protocol what are some of your protocols for disconnecting? Have you found issues? Like, what, what is your, what's your mindset? Yeah, I, mean, I think the biggest struggle I go through is because a lot of my business too is on the, the West side. Um, mm-hmm. ah. States, so they're three time. hours before me. So their, their prime time is my 11 o'clock night. So, yeah. yeah, so it's hard to, I guess, disconnect. What I am trying to get myself better at is the morning um, to not be the first thing I'm doing is just picking up the phone and, you know, Totally. I'm trying to get my day started the right way, you know, without my cell phone. Um, so that's, I think that's been the biggest struggle for me, but uh, disconnect wise, I know same thing. Like I'll, I even now I'll go and train and I'll put my phone down. I just leave it there. Right. And I'll spend that hour or whatever it is. And I'll just go train, train on my own, you know, leave my phone, not look at Instagram, not look at email, whatever it is. And that's my kind of hour to do whatever I want. Um, you know, and get, get my workout in, but just, you know, mentally kind of release for myself. And then, you know, once I'm done, man, I'll walk away and that's, that's it. Right. Does the anxiety ever creep in? Like, I'm not getting shit done right now that I need to be getting doing, you know, does that ever happen? <laughs> it always happens, man. It's you know, the fear of missing out, you know? So it's just, yes. Like, yes. I'm just glad to kind of like always find that peace to relate with on other people who are constantly driven and doing their thing. Like, uh, I have, a, I have a hard time when I drop, when I'm listening. So I listen to podcasts when I'm driving home or when I'm driving from client's house to client's house or from this gym to that gym or whatever I'm doing. And I'll be listening to podcasts, but at stoplights, I'll pick it up and I'll look at the phone and like, that's a constant, it's a constant bad habit that I keep just throwing in energy to this weird device that has all the information in the world on it, that you're engaging with tons of people all across the world. And like, oh, what's next? Who's there? What am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, that's something I'm super battling with. I think one thing that helps, I mean, uh, from a personality standpoint now for a lot of people, right, is that 
people become so socially and awkward because of the fact that they're spending so much time on social media. That yeah, they dude. Know how to talk to somebody. So my, I think one of my biggest pet peeves is just being in, uh, sitting there having a conversation with someone and they're on their phone while they're talking to me. Oh, that's the worst. You know, nothing worse, but on the, on the good end of it, I think that because so many people are socially and awkward that it gives more opportunity to those who, you know, now are able to, um, who want to be social, right. Who want to reach out, who want to, uh, have those conversations too, because, um, you know, we're, we're in a society where everybody wants things so fast and want things handed to them and nobody wants to work anymore. Right. So, mm -hmm. You, when you're the one working and you're the one busting your ass, you know, the opportunity is going to arise for yourself too. Sure. No, you know, another thing, dude, nobody wants to talk about the disconnection. Nobody wants to talk about the issues that we have. Nobody wants to be vulnerable, right? You said we're in this fast society. We want everything handed to us, but nobody ever wants to admit that, Hey, there's an issue here. There's a problem. There's a disconnection problem. And part of my career has been in the high school. So I've been a high school teacher for five years. I don't know if I told you that last time, but like I see it with, you know, 14 year old kids to 18 year old kids who are all hanging out with one another. But at the same time, 75% of them are either have their headphones on or they're engaged in their cell phone. And the times that they're supposed to be communicating with one another, they're not. So they're not building these skills. They're not understanding body language, not understanding intention. They're not understanding tone. So like, you know, I'm reading this book right now by Paul Check called, where is it? Non Nonviolent Communication. And like, this is super important when it comes to networking and building relationships and actually talking to one another like this to uh, communicate an effective message to both parties so that we can both understand and both grow and not take things the wrong way. You know what I mean? No, no, hundred percent. man. That's, that's just <clears throat> how I feel is that, uh, you know, people, and I think social media has a lot to do with it. Right. I think a lot of people think, man, you, you throw up a video, you throw up a picture and all of a sudden you're going to make a bunch of money and I don't have to work and I have to travel the world. I get to travel the world and do whatever I want. And, um, unfortunately that's not the case. Uh, you know what, what, I don't know what dream world that is. No, I don't know what, you know, but most people think that, right. And, yeah. You know, I think social media is going to change at a point where it's, and it is changing now. I mean, currently it's changing where, um, everything is off of value, right? It's, Value. There's no value to your content, value to context to your content, and there's just no value to it, right? And I think all those, the you know, I'm not saying anything rude to anybody who you know posts ass ass pictures and all that kind of stuff. No, dude, tell us how you feel, Jason. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to look at every once in a while. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, at the beginning, when you start social media, you're like, when you years ago, right? You're like, man, you follow these girls and all this kind of stuff, and then now you're like, I don't even want to see that shit. Right? Exactly. No like, cause you're in such like a, this, you're in this, uh, this mindset of development and growth and value. Like you said, I'm sure you listen to enough Gary V where it's like, I need to add value to each post and you start to network with people, other people who are adding value and, and, and putting out good content out there. It's like, you don't want to fill your feed with bullshit that's going to distract you. That's mindless. Yeah, and I mean, uh, on the other end, it's not just me. I mean, the people who aren't, um, you know, mentally are, aren't driven and don't, aren't business minded and all that kind of stuff. Just after a while, it just gets old, right? So totally. I think even companies are going to, um, uh, start steering away from marketing towards with those people just because of that. So, you know, the, the way and what I think it opens up opportunities for those who actually bring good, good, um, good content to the plate and, you know, are able to share things that help people. Right. And I think that's yeah. the, that's the most important thing. So.
Definitely. So what was your, what was your take on social media um, before you got into fitness or before you used the social media platform for business? Was wow. it something that you partook in or what? Dude, I was, that, I was that, that guy in the back of the room for years that was like, I'm not using that shit. Right. Like people are, <laughs> right. Yeah. I was that, I was that guy where, um, you know, I'm not going to post that. Why do I need to post pictures of this? Right. I think I just had the wrong mindset to it. And it's not to me, like, you know, financially it's great. Okay. You know, if it, if it does well for me, it does well for me. That's not, that's not the goal, right? It's a, it becomes a hobby and it becomes something that you enjoy and you help others. And um, that's what I figured out too, with the whole piece was like, man, I just, I like doing this. Right. And I like seeing people, you know, po re reposting my workouts and I like yeah. seeing people, you know, the DMS I get where people are like, man, you helped me so much. I've learned so much. Yeah. You've done so much for me. And at the end of the day, that's why I do it. Um, it's not for the, you know, an ebook or to sell this or that. Right. Uh, it's, it's to help people. Right. And it's, it's the, a fun way to engage, bro. It's a fun way to get your skills and match it to your journey and impact as many people as possible. That's why it's out there, bro. Not you know, but, um, but yeah, it's interesting. I don't know that if, if I decided to go balls deep into a fitness journey and, you know, a fitness business that I would even be using social as much as I do. Like prior to that, before I was, you know, when I was just a high school teacher, I had no inclination to put myself out there like that. I had a fake name on Facebook because like god forbid I, I posted something that would make me like get fired like i realized that a lot of that was living in fear like that's not that's not a healthy way long term to live life like i put a fake name out there i was uh, always afraid to say things that i that i felt that might have wrong rubbed people the wrong way and is in this day and age like everyone's walking on eggshells in corporate america or you know corporate academia whatever it is and everything's got to be politically correct and fit in this box like i think little by little that sucks the life out of people you know and i was there for a little while and i fucking came to the realization that fuck that i'm not gonna live by anybody else's standard but my own because i know at the end of the day my intention is to provide value and to provide good content to people which will help them grow and develop you know that's the you know we talked i think we talked about this last time too it's like for me it was that was always my thing and with social media as well it's like man I don't, I'm embarrassed to talk about my life or do things, or if it's not a perfect post or it's not a perfect picture, if it's not something perfect that I want to put out, right. I'm not going to do it. Um, cause I'm so worried about what everybody else is going to say or think. Or yeah. Um, you know, I think back when I started, I just told myself like, I don't, I don't give a shit anymore. Right. If you don't like my content, if you don't like what I post and don't follow me, unfollow, like, right. Unfollow me or whatever you want to, whatever you want to do right you're even on the other end it's like hey, if you want to talk shit and say talk about my posts or this or that or what you're doing and that's all you're devoting your life you know your time into um then you gotta you know because that happens too where people are like man that's all you all you do is post to instagram and this and that i'm like man why don't you live a day in my life and see what i actually do hmm. <laughs> and then sit there and you know talk shit but um yeah I'm, the minute i the minute i stop caring what everybody thinks the minute that I think from a, uh, my life has just changed. Right. And definitely change for the good because, definitely. you know, for, you know, for once it's not like, it's not like I pick up my phone and go, man, I'm so worried what, what they're going to, what someone's going to say about this. I'm like, I don't care. Just post it. Right. What's the worst thing? Like I don't get likes like, okay. 
<laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, at the end of the day, like you find the silver lining and you realize how that format of information played out. Like, is it what people like? Is it what they don't like as far as like the value being added? Is this going to be an appropriate thing where they're going to digest this information and absorb it quickly so that they can pertain it to their life? Like you find different ways. Like I listen to a ton of Gary V and Gary V is also, you know, a huge proponent of trying different ways to put out content, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. Do you do an Instagram live? Do you do a Facebook live? Do you pre-record shit? Do you post it later on? Do you bank a library? Do you put audio over? So lately I've been putting a lot of like talking audio points over some of my videos yeah. so that I can explain things. Cause there are people who are visually uh, <clears throat> enhanced as learners. There are people that are better auditory. There's a, you know, a combination of the two. So like, I like trying different shit to see what works out, you know? And sometimes things hit more than others and sometimes hit or sometimes things don't hit. It's just, it is what it is. Like I'm trying to pay attention to those, to those uh, patterns and see what works the best. And it's just an interesting game. It's an interesting game. It's like, what else would I rather be doing? You know what I mean? Well, I think he, I mean, I listen to Gary V too. And I think there's, there's some things I agree. I disagree. There's, you know, he's a, he's a volume content guy, right? He's going to post, yeah. He's telling everyone to go and post a thousand pieces of content a day. Three, five, three to five, three to five video posts a day on Instagram. <laughs> use LinkedIn. <laughs> the, the problem, the problem with it was, and I actually was listening to Andy Priscilla, and he was talking to him about that and this shit, and he's like, "I agree to it." It's like, man, you you can't you can't go tell a bunch of kids that are eighteen years old to go make a thousand pieces of content because they're not going to be freaking focused on trying to build a life for themselves, right? Yeah. They're just out there posting content. It's a little easier when you already have millions and millions of followers that are looking for that from you. And, they, and he built that, right? And yeah. Deserves that and so on and so forth. So he's able to do that, right? But um, the one thing I do, you know, agree with and what he was talking to is like, you know, he was talking about the algorithm too. And people just complain about the algorithm and like social media algorithms, like, you create your own algorithm, right? It's like basically it's based on engagement. Based on engagement, but you know, whatever you post is you're creating your own algorithm. Yeah. Right? So you're so worried about posting something that's not gonna do well, like, yeah, you just gotta post more of it, right? Sooner or later it's gonna do well because right. the algorithm will change. You know, it's everyone like always changes. So you know, every Instagram changes like every week now. It's like Yeah, well, it totally oh. does. What are your thoughts on like the future of social media and where it's gonna go? Like you're putting all this time and we're putting all this time into building these platforms, you know, whether it's a podcast platform, YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But like, where does this go in your mind in 10, in 10 years? Like, how does that work? I mean, I, there's something they said too, is like only 20% of the world is even on social media. So there's still a lot of uh, people that can be still engaged. So I think it's still in its beginning effects, but um, you know, it'll continue to evolve. I feel like to a point where, um, it's, everything is on ease and the easier that we can, you know, have conversations with people, the, the, uh, the more popular it's going to be. And that's why like podcasts are taking off too, right? People want real content where people are talking or having real conversations and, um, you know, that's, I feel like where social media is going to go. Right? It's like, totally. Yeah. I'm here. Sorry. I just had a plug in my, uh, yeah. But, and I think what happens too is like people complain about engagement. And, I mean, I even see it too. I'm like, man, sometimes at a certain number of followers to where I'm at now, I'm like, my engagement is sometimes the same. I'm like, you gain all these people, where the hell's it all go? Um, but it's just, so, there's so many people on the network that they just water it down after a while. Right. And you're just, totally. less people are going to see your posts. So it's just, <clears throat> 
about, you know, you growing as a brand and figuring out a way to engage the people that you have and that's it. Totally. Right? It's like at this point it's, you know, to get, you know, build an account with 10 plus million followers is not going to be as easy as it was 10 years, you know, six, seven years ago. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Whatever. Right. You know, you're doing a really good job of networking in real time with a lot of different people. Uh, talk to me a little bit about like your, your plan behind that. Do you just basically DM people, get their information, reach out to them and meet up or how does that work for you? Yeah. I mean, some of it's just connection. Um, I mean, at least where I'm at, Miami, New York, I'm pretty connected and just being in the fitness world for so long. Uh, so I get, you know, meet up with those people. But um, outside of that, a lot of things I've done is, yeah, it's through social, you know, having conversations. Um, I think when you're in the same niche too, after a while, and you kind of build a name for yourself that, um, you know, the top players are always going to talk and always going to have certain conversations just because uh, you want to either share or work together to help build each other. And yes. You know, we're on it together, right? It's like, um, you know, anyone that can to go help you is going to, you know, any of your people are going to help me and so on and so forth, right? Yeah. Did you end up, did you ever end up going to Austin and film with Primal? I was supposed to go on Saturday. I was Friday or Thursday and Friday. I was sick and I canceled my flight. So I have to go back. I had to reschedule the shit to go back out there. I was yeah, dude, get, get with it. That kid is a, that kid's an awesome guy. Like everything that they're doing down there and on, have you ever been to there, been to that wow. facility? That was going to be the first time too. Yeah, so dude. I did my flight and everything, but it's all good. You, yeah, you just podcast with them a little bit ago too. Huh? Yeah, so I uh, I reached out to them. We did a podcast, me and me, Eric and Francesca together, and then they came to Chicago like two days later, and I did their workshop over there. And oh. like, there's there's something about like doing workshops, man. Like at the end of a day, at the end of a five or six hour day, like the connections established with all the people that are in there, it's pretty empowering. And I'm really attracted to those types of workshops, those types of like networking, uh, you know, sharing information, sharing different movement patterns. Like it's really interesting, like the vibe that ends up happening at the end of the day. Yeah, man. It's like a, uh, you become so close to it. It's like team family and all that kind of stuff you want to talk about. So. Yeah, for sure. And then like, you want to talk about different opportunities arising. Like the second I start like preaching like my soul to some of those people about these <laughs> movements, like yeah. basically is what it is. Like everyone, like, you know, be a handful of people that I can, I'll connect with and they'll look at me and be like, wow, yeah, I really think about the same thing that you're thinking about. Dude, let's connect here. Let's connect there. And like so many different podcasts come about from it, different types of business opportunities come about from it different types of connections and established relationships yeah. it's so interesting like just i mean just i mean like like a podcast like this you and i are talking and it'll reach a handful of people and you know hopefully it'll change the chemistry in their brain for a, in, a, in a positive way so that they could they too could say i have what it takes to do whatever i want to do like if these two guys are just regular guys doing their thing why the hell can i and like you know, that's the information that I got doing my first on it, uh, kettlebell certification. Like I went to one of them and, you know, I started to mingle with the people. I got a little bit of understanding of how these kettlebells actually work and, you know, with practice and every day doing it, finding your rhythm and, you know, shit starts happening. You start feeling better. And then the connections you make from the people over there, like trickle on to other opportunities in the future. It's really amazing. No, for sure, man. Life's about, Life's about connections. Life's about who you know, right? Yeah. 
Sometimes about who you know more than what you know. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, you know, I think sometimes whatever process people are trying to, like, go about, they, yeah. uh, they, they are so overwhelmed, and myself included. We're, we're so overwhelmed with all the different uh, starting points and what the process entails. Let's say, like, getting in shape, for example, or, like, trying to build a, a brand. Like, there's so much that goes into it. It's like, where do I start? And one of my philosophies is just start simply – and be consistent with it. And over time, it'll start to morph. You know, as long as it's a truthful, it's a truthful uh, message that you're trying to, to send, you know? I think, I mean, what you said too, it's consistency, right? Anything consistency. Can, whether it's social, it's podcasting, it's working out, it's training, it's life. Right. Business, anything. Consistent, right? If anything you're consistent at, you're, you're going to continue to get better at if you're passionate about it, right? And that's the, the most important thing is like, if I wasn't passionate about fitness and training, right. work, like I wouldn't want to make damn content. Right. right. I wouldn't want to run the business. I wouldn't want to work, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 hour days. Right. And sure. Always be involved just because I'm passionate about fitness. Right. Yeah. That's well, you're a passionate guy, dude. You're a loving guy. And you, you can sense that through your, your work ethic, through the content that you produce. Um, I was going to go somewhere with that. Now, as far as, um, Oh, other coaches that are down there in Miami that you've crossed paths with that I find very interesting is coach Jeremy through coach Jeremy three Oh five. Have you, you've, you've mingled with that guy, right? We did some flows last week, man. He's, he's, he's a, he's a good dude. Dude. It's interesting that he's doing this like <clears throat> movement and mushrooms. What, what the heck is that about? Do you know anything about that? <laughs> do some of that crazy shit, you know, but that dude moves, man. He, he's, uh, He's always involved in something, and um, it was cool because we, we threw down a bunch of flows last week. Um, I'm actually going to jump on a podcast, I think, on Friday with him too, but he, um, you know, the thing with, with him was just like, man, I just, I post whatever the hell I want to post, and I don't really care, right? It's like that, That's him? Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to post whatever content I want to post, and if people want to listen, they listen. If not, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but no, nah, he's a good dude, man. He's, he's very knowledgeable in, uh, you know, movement, and, um, especially like all the animal flow and body weight type of style movement. But I don't know. I don't do any of his daybreaker and all that kind of shit. He's out there. dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I just saw that you guys did something together and I, I looked at his feed and I saw that, you know, it seems like to me, he's one of those connected guys that, that psychedelics has, opened up a, a handful of thought patterns for him and you know I've, I've, i told you my views on psychedelics and it's a uh, it's a interesting topic that i can't seem to ignore i yeah. can't seem to just like let go for some reason and you know i've had my experiences and i listen to a lot of aubrey marcus and those guys that are on it and you know there's some interesting pieces that i connect with like the things that happen in deep meditative states and I relate that to like consciousness and how we can better ourselves through intuition and innate wisdom and how we connect that with like a balanced body and a balanced mind. So I don't know if there were people like that you've connected with that you can connect me to. I was just... Probably. Yeah. He would be your best one <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I've never really jumped into all that kind of stuff. He's, um, but if anyone's the expert that dude is, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. People get, you know, they're, they're iffy about the topic and it could be fucking dangerous to, to, you know, delve into if you don't understand exactly what is up when it comes to psychedelics. And like, that's, 
that's something to like as part like part of my journey as I get older as I as as I you know put aside the fear of speaking my real truth like you know I don't care you know when I started my social I had the, those same things like I'm not going to care what people think and I'm not going to care about this or that but like deep down inside there's still a little like you have to work on that you know yeah. And as I, as I start to speak my truth a little bit, I want to make sure that I articulate that point, psychedelics anyway, with uh, you know, clear vocabulary so that it's digestible and not this negative connotation. You know, I want to try to shift the mindset when it comes to these things as more of a resource, something that's there to help us if need be, if you understand what you're getting yourself into and you're ready to to uh, hear truth, I guess, you know, yeah, I mean, if you're doing the, doing the research on what you're we're talking about, right. And you're not just doing it, just do it. Right. There's a, there's a motive behind whatever it is. That Definitely. It makes sense. Right. And, Definitely. Um, but now I agree. I yeah. yeah. So, um, and networking, what, what other, uh, who other, what other like, uh, people do you have in the works right now that you're trying to either get content with or work with, or do you have any like dreams of working with somebody in particular? Has somebody struck you or has inspired you? Not honestly, it's not, a um, a collab with whoever. I mean, when I get the opportunity, but, um, I hate to say this too, it's like, I don't, uh, I don't envy or anyone, right? It's like, I want to try to build my own personal brand too, totally. and work with others over time. Um, yeah, I think it'll be cool to go work with primal and some of those guys out there, uh, just from a respect standpoint. Right? Definitely. So, like, I don't, I don't look at a lot of stuff shit like, man, you got, you know, a hundred thousand followers, a million, it doesn't really matter. Right. It's, it comes down to who you are and what kind of content you put out to. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, when, when the opportunity arises to get with someone good, right. It's, Know, produce some produce some fun content that's gonna help somebody else but yeah you know. have some fun like there's always like you know doing doing the the thing with primal and doing a podcast with them like to get to know them on a different level is really interesting you know because yeah. like we yeah we talk about fitness psychedelics meditation but like to understand like what other motives there like primal loves fucking going to get food from all these different cities like yeah i love eating you know like <laughs> <laughs> like that's cool like i like understanding a little bit about like the ins and outs of people aside from fitness and well that being said like what are some of the, what are some of your leisures what are some of the things you do outside of fitness that make jason figorski up oh man i was always a uh I always like the extreme sports, the extreme sports shit, you know, yeah. um, outside of just business and fitness. I mean, I think I have a, I have a, first I have my number one passion is just growth. And I like seeing, I like self-improvement. So yeah, I, I'll you. spend a lot of my time. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of movies. So um, actually I've had my big, like 75 inch TV on the wall and I sit there and put YouTube on and I'll listen to books or podcasts or yes, sir. You know, certain people want to listen to it. I'll just let it run all day long. Right. And, um, outside of just that, it's, um, you know, it's always just, Hey, how do I grow myself as an individual and how do I grow my business? And sometimes I say it sounds boring or whatever it is, but I think I'm in that stage of my life now where it's like, you know, this is my growth stage and this is what I want. And I've decided kind of personally where I want to be and how I'm going to get there. So, you know, I give up a lot of things to do that. And Definitely bro. That's where I've told myself is like, man, whatever it takes to get my, you know, what I, what I have in the back of my head. Um, you know, and that's, that's something that I, I share with myself and kind of only myself too, is like, man, that number of what I want, and where I want to be is, uh, you know, until I get there, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get there. Right. And, 
So I've dedicated. So I, I can't ask you what what is in the back of your head. What's the <laughs> ultimate? Where like what's the fix fit brand looking like in your brain? Like, can can you go there? Um, I, I guess we could say uh, more of it's on the business end side, not even just on the the social side. I think from a uh, business end, it's you know to be a uh, a full domestic brand that I'll own across the entire entire United States. And okay, what that kind of goes into details, you know, large scale, um, multiple locations, um, you know, well known name and fitness and yeah, it's in branding, and that's that's where my bread and butter is. Is um, I know fitness, I know training and working out down to you know, a T, but, um, what I'm the best at is, you know, building, building fitness brands, um, and growing our fitness brands. So that's my number one passion. Um, outside of that is the social media goes with it. So, um, that's where I want to create a glo- a global brand for myself where I'm able to help. Um, global. I love that word, bro. Boom. Boom. Right. Uh, but be able to help millions. Right. And I love that term, bro. I love it. That's it. So, Domestically on the business end, globally on the, the social end and, um, you know, try to build out a program that's well known and uh, that many, many people want to be involved in. And um, Yeah. We go do, you have a vision, do you have a vision board? So I have my vision board right over here. So like anytime I have crazy ideas, I write them down and I have like my short term and my long term and um, I have a dude, I have a global goal in mind too. And I want to fucking build workshops in my, f- nice. my six seven cities that I have. I want to share this with you for my workshops are LA, Dubai, Vancouver, Rome, London, Beijing, and Madrid. So I got that shit written down and I look at it every day and I have ideas for a pretty distinct, interesting style workshop that I'm running by a handful of people and, you know, seeing which, which ways is the best way to kind of go about making that. So like, I just know that your energy dude, I feed off of and it, and it helps me think about these types of things, you know? It's funny. I, I put, uh, you know, I put number like I, I either put images on the back of my screens or I put numbers on the, like my computer screen. I have numbers, right. That those numbers mean something personally to me and where I want to be. So it's just mm-hmm. reminders to myself. And that's always, that's how I like to do it too. It's like, that's I write cool. down, I know where I want to be, but you know, uh, I always like, this is my, my, my quote on my screen, right? Yes. Everything one is on the other side of fear. Right? Dude. Um, Hell yeah. To me, I just, you know, that, that was something I put on, you know, over a year ago because I think that went back to all the shit of like, stop worrying about if it's going to work out, if it's not going to work out, stop worrying if people are going to like you, hate you, whatever it is, and just do what you got to do. Yeah, dude. Figure out too is the, the other side of fear is, you know, where success comes from. Right. Definitely. People that don't want to, you know, don't want to make, jump over the line or the, you know, the ones that it's going to struggle to get there a little bit harder. So, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Like, even, you know, I'll hang out with some people that I know are like worry warts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and know. like the more I'm, I'm around those kind of people, the more I take in some of that shitty energy. And like, I feel it like just, you know, over me when I'm done hanging out with them. And then it's just like, ugh. Oh, I got I to gotta rid myself of this shit right now because I'm trying to be positive and I'm trying to like, you know what I'm saying? You know, yes, man. Right. The movie. Yes, man. With, you know, Jim freaking carry. Yes. Just say yes to just do it. I mean, you don't want to do everything, but. right? You don't want to do everything within reason. And that's another thing too, right? Like you're trying to build this global name and you know, you have big dreams 
you find that as you grow that your energy gets keeps getting pulled in all these different directions and being wise about where you expend your time I think is super important because then if you have like your energy out in all these different areas and subconsciously too it's like the amount of energy our phone fucking takes up and all these little little things that you know, consume our thought process without even knowing it makes our actual value depreciate. We're not going to be as in tune with what we're trying to put out there. So like, how do you go about balancing all that? Well, here's, this is the most important thing that I think I've, you know, one of the most important things I've ever learned. And it's probably one of the hardest things to do is, you know, they always say the five people that you surround yourself with the most are the ones that are going to have the biggest impact of where you're at. Yeah, totally. And finding people that have the same mindset as you, as much as you think it's easy to have people that want to, you know, work the way that you work or have a, have visions the way that, you, that the visions that you have, there's not that many people out there. That there isn't. That way, right. And um, so I actually think the more, the bigger your vision is, the less the circle, the smaller your circle gets, the people that you're able to collab with and this and that, because you just, your head's not there. Right. And I'm right. like, you know, sometimes like men, I sit and have conversations. I'm like, I don't even want to talk like why don't, this is not like not being rude or whatever it is. Right. But it's just like, um, I'm not going to get any better out of this. Like right. what, there's nothing, there's nothing here for me. Right. I need to, I need to find more. Right. And I need to get better. And that's true. Right. You put yourself in a situation where someone's better at you at something. Um, they're more knowledgeable, right. They've been through it more. You learn more in that 30 minute conversation than you learn in a year of spending time with someone who's on the same page as you. Right. So, you know, where I think that that growth comes from is just, you know, finding those people, right. And latching onto the people that are better than you and um, trying to find as many people that are better than you or whatever it is. And or at learn. least feed off their energy, maybe not better than you, but like have different strengths and like the vibe fucking works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if I want to get better at social media, I'm not going to ask someone who's, who isn't better than me. Right. It's like, right. Hey, find someone who knows more than I do so that, the, so that I can learn from them too and help myself progress. If it's business, it's the same way, right? I'm going to find, find that person so you can continue to grow. And that's where I always see my kind of growth spurts from a, um, a professional end, a business end, fitness end, whatever it is, is that when I, you know, am in those conversations where I'm surrounding myself with those people, that's where my biggest growth comes from. Um, and that's what I learned, you know, obviously I learned the most. So. That's awesome, man. Um, when is, uh, or do you have any inclination for Figs Fit Podcast? I don't know if I asked you that last time. <laughs> right now, no podcast. I am right now, no podcast. Uh, so I'm, what I'm working on now is, uh, um, I'm actually, I have one, I have a beginner kettlebell ebook out, uh, right. but now I'm actually throwing out, I'm doing my 30 day hybrid program. Um, so it's just 30 day workout program. It's just, it's my workout. Um, uh, my uh, my diet, you know, my supplements, whatever I'm doing for 30 days, I'm just honestly putting out for whoever to purchase. It's nothing. It's like nine bucks, super cheap, but it's going to be a badass workout plan. It'll be Is it an ebook again, like a PDF. Yeah, it'll be a PDF, but it'll have instructional video in it. Um, so, you know, whatever the exercises are, if you don't know what the exercises are, you'll be able to see and have me actually running through them. So there's full explanation, but uh, it's going to be more in depth when it comes to um, what you're getting right? What type of workout? And honestly, the biggest question I just get is like, what workouts are you doing and how are you doing? Right. It's like, do yeah. you all train with kettlebells and what do you do? Right. And there's more that goes into that. So that's where, you know, I wanted to take all the questions that I've had and kind of roll them into like 
what, what the hell am I doing for the next 30 days? Um, and I'm going to throw that out to everybody. It's on my page. It's figfit.com. Um, but that thing is on there. It will be on there for September 1st. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, a, it's a badass workout, man. It kicks my ass. So it's not the easiest shit. I'll be honest with you. It's not one of those like at home for everybody type of workouts. There are progressions to everything, but, um, if you just want your ass kicked and you want a good ass workout, trying to cut up, it's, it's good, man. Awesome, dude. I fucking love it. And now uh, I really appreciate your time and, you know, just doing this again, uh, picking your brain. Like I said, I take a lot from you, man. I'm, I'm very inspired when I see your stuff and just know that it seeps through me. And hopefully that, you know, the people that I'm reaching out to, like, you know, you have that effect as a lot of the other people that influence me and inspire me to keep going. Like you said, we're all in this together and I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you do. I appreciate you too, man. Hey, when, when I get, when I get up your way, you get down here, man, we throw it on some clothes. All right. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Dude. I'm excited about that. I'll be in Florida in January. So maybe, uh, we'll be able to, uh, connect then. I'm not sure what your schedule is like. Sure. No, I got you. Awesome, buddy. Uh, well, before you leave, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, man. I'm on, uh, Instagram is fixfit. Um, you can find my website, same thing, fixfit.com. Uh, I got everything on that page uh, as well as on my Instagram. But that's it, man. Great, dude. Listen to dude. the podcast. Yes, this will be out next week. And I'm excited to share this, this content with all my people and all your people. And let's grow this shit together, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you. Definitely, dude. Have a good night, all right? Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to the show, everybody. That was it. Check out Jason Figorski on Instagram at FigsFit. And take a look at his content. He's obviously posting every single day, multiple times a day. He's collaborating with a, a lot of other hybrid style, unconventional method type of trainers. He just knows what he's doing when it comes to building a brand and putting quality, valuable content out there for people to consume. And that's what it's about, educating the people, giving them a little bit of inspiration, something that's deep down inside that maybe people think they can't do, but I mean, you're only putting your limitations on yourself, right, at the end of the day. So get out there, move around, get in the sun, eat some quality food, work on your sleep, and let, let the information pour through you naturally. Be honest, be open, and see what happens. See how different your life can be. And that's a wrap, everybody. Let's connect on Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness. Make sure to check out my website, dannycola.com, for all the information out there, online training, class schedule, workshops. Also, I do want to mention Steel Mace 101 Workshop, October 26th at On Your Mark Studios west side of chicago check the show notes for the link there i'm very excited about that 90 minute steel mace 101 workshop it's going to be a great way to uh, learn a little bit about the steel mace how to approach it safely effectively for yourself and for your clients it's going to be a great workout and a day to connect with awesome people so thank you everybody for listening and we will connect sometime soon all the love